0: It's your special guest host on CliffCentral.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Cliff Central. I'm Shemaine Harris. And I'm Liesel. Tom, and this is Beyond Ears and Eyes on Cliff Central. And our producer today is Duncan Mabaso. Hello. Nice (laughs) to see you guys. about Liesl? Well Germaine uh, you obviously have not watched the X-Files everything that's weird and wonderful and out there mystical for me has always had this, well this was my ringtone for a very long time so for me, oh how weird you are (laughs) how weird (laughs) this
1: was your ringtone
0: this was my ringtone because uh, the truth is out there
1: Hey, you're speaking truth right now. Listen, but talking about that, this is actually why we're here today. We're here to talk about things that we don't always see, things we don't uh, necessarily want to hear, but it's out there and people are starting to actually become conscious of these things. And there's this whole, um, thing where you go and you say it now, um, as odd as it sounds. We're not, we're not afraid to be different. And this is why we're here today to speak about things which are beyond eyes and ears. And so what are we talk, what are we talking about?
0: Well, today we are going to look at spirit, spirit spirituality, spiritualism, I don't know, something about spirits. Something spirity. Yes, spirity. Nothing to do with whiskey. No, unfortunately not. <laughs> not this time. Then we're going to look at the concept of walk-ins. Uh-huh. And um, for those of you who don't know, this is something that uh, I find it extremely bizarre. It's when someone, another soul takes over your body for an extended period or for a specific amount of time. And then we are going to talk about cleansing. Mm-hmm. Cleansing your space, clearing your body, getting rid of all the negative energy.
1: Yeah, as as much as you can. And we're going to do that on a shoestring. You've probably got everything that you need to be able to do that. But that's going to come a little later on, um, closer to the end of the show. Um, we have a guest, and her name is Vanessa Rothkill. And she's a healer. Uh, she lives in Cape Town at the moment, so we're actually Skyping with Vanessa in Cape Town She's a healer, she's a psychic I don't even quite know how to describe Vanessa because she has all these these uh, qualities and information I mean, um, she's done so much, but I'm going to let her tell you a little bit more And then we can start the conversation with the spiritualism, spirituality, spiritism, spirit what what Vanessa, are you there? Yes, I am. Hello. Hi, welcome, welcome to Beyond Eyes and Ears. Hi, On Vanessa.
0: Hello, Liesel. Thank you for joining us. Uh huh. So, Vanessa, no, did you
1: did you hear a little bit of our introduction?
2: Yes, I did. <laughs> I heard all of your introduction. Oh, good. <laughs> for oh, a God. while, we thought our line uh, wasn't fair. very good. The, the ex. Yeah, the X-Files theme is just,
0: <laughs> it just is outrageous, but okay. Well, I, I, I hope I didn't offend you by that. We always take to, uh, try to make things a little bit lighter. Um, before we start, Vanessa, why don't you just tell us how you would describe yourself?
2: Um, I would describe myself more as an intuitive, um, someone who's aware of those things beyond eyes and ears
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, and I use those skills in the work that I do as a transformational coach. So I don't only look at what's at face value in the physical, I look at other elements of a, a person as well to help them reach their full potential.
1: Mm-hmm. So can, can we start with uh, our… Well, we, we, we are, uh, we unearthed the, the three or four different spirit-filled words. So, so, Lisa and I. Yes, I noticed.
0: <laughs> you know what, Vanessa? Oh, we you... went, what the hell? When Germaine told me we're talking about spiritism, I was thinking, whoa, spiritualism is such are a... You broad now... Are you throwing me under the bus? And now she's <laughs> throwing me under the bus.
1: It was a slip oh my of golly. the tongue. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Okay. You're throwing me Under the bus, no, no, you're no, gonna, no, You better stop that. Under
0: the bus, I think under the bus. I think that's something that is completely understandable for people like us who don't deal with that mm. on a day-to-day basis. So, uh, Vanessa, please just you know clarify all these. Spirits okay, let's that's
2: the definition first. Okay. Spirituality is only your relationship with God or the universe, whatever you term it as. So that's spirituality. It's that total relationship that you have with divine power, okay? Uh Spiritism is a belief in a world of spirits, as in ghosts and disembodied spirits. And if you look at the Bible version of that, it also is the world world of angels and demons. Uh Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so there's a big difference between those two things. And spiritism in the early 19th century was the thing about Ouija boards and seances and trying to contact the spirit world, so talking to the to the deceased and so on. Um, most people who are fairly religious will stay away from that because the Bible tells you to not seek out uh-huh. spiritists. Basically, and the reason for that is just to not create a belief in that, but to understand that there's you, there's God, and the relationship is there, not with the deceased or otherwise.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so uh, not that they're so, saying yeah, That's some... the difference between those two terms. All right. So, we've done spiritism, and then we've done spirituality, and then there's spiritualism. Mm-hmm. How far does that take well,
2: spiritualism, us? Spiritualism. Well, spiritualism is a combination of the two in okay. a sense. Um and it's just really the whole idea that people want to believe that they are spiritual. Um in whatever form that takes, whether it's the form of religion, the form of atheism, the form of whatever. It's, that is basically spiritualism. It's just the, the house of beliefs that you subscribe to, basically.
1: Okay. Uh, is it also correct if I, if I say that, um, uh Spiritual, because we're we're going to go back to spirituality now. Is it also correct when I say that spirituality is that relationship that you described, your relationship with God, um, and 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 it's kind of like more in an introspective process than the religious one, where it's more external. But that the two do meet somewhere in the middle in terms of what you're comfortable with, where correct. you're going with uh, with who you are, and how you you're living out your life on this earth, how you're asserting it, how you see others, and that type of thing.
2: Sure, but let's just differentiate between spirituality and religion. Spirituality is, in that overall sense, just the relationship between you and God, mm-hmm. whereas religion is the relationship between you and organization mm-hmm. and their subscription to the concept of God via their rules. you understand that the yes.
0: Can, can, the the, the fullness I, of that. Can can I just step in there, Vanessa? I just want to make sure I understand this. Is religion yeah. um, uh-huh. basically uh, spirituality combined okay. with a certain dogma or or framework?
1: Yes.
0: Okay. okay. Correct. Gotcha.
1: All right so let's move on because we don't have much time left we've got like about a half an hour left and we've still got a lot to do so we we're oh, going to speak about lots the to talk about. yes lots to talk about this one is is it's as an incredible one for me anyway um at the end we're also going to ask you to stay until the end Vanessa because we want you to help us with uh, you know uh, clearing space and cleansing the body sure. you're very good at that you've done that you taught me how to do that and it's something practical that we can walk away with from here and you can get the some of those things in your Mm -hmm. kitchen are you are you happy to stay with us absolutely no problem fantastic now the walk-ins this is a term that we (laughs) this is a term we hear more and more and more um but you know some people also call them the step-ins um and it's also like you know but it's basically that soul exchanges for specific reasons specific times and um I want to know from your perspective if you could just explain to us what is a walk in because this is something that you that you know very well.
2: Yep, yeah, okay. Well we on this planet have various dimensions that are operating simultaneously. You've got the physical one and then you've got the non physical. Now a walk in is generally the occupation of a body. Mm-hmm. by a spirit or a soul where the 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 first or true occupant is either not present in that moment as a result of any kind of uh, situation like a near death experience or there is an actual death but the soul takes over that body as if it were an empty room mm-hmm. okay So, this happens more often than people realize, you know, any kind of traumatic space where, like, people who undergo surgery, a lot of times that is the prime space for a walk-in to occur, or, you know, sometimes a person has become so apathetic to their own life that they actually have vacated their consciousness space, Mm -hmm. and another soul will take occupancy, and in general – the person themselves isn't always aware of it until they're told things by other people, you know, because other people will relate and go, but you're not anything like you used to be before you went to hospital or you're not the same as you were before your accident or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. Vanessa, how will I know? So Other people are aware of it a long time before yeah how, how i didn't will, get that needle? sorry man how will i know if it's happened to me i mean uh, traumatic teenage years you've really had enough you think you want to get off this bus how do i know that i haven't been um walked in on or, or almost i almost want to say <laughs> hi <in> on. <laughs> i almost want to say hijacked. <laughs> how do i know someone someone else isn't using this body
2: Okay, look, there are various ways of knowing this. One is your sense of things and your interaction with things changes, okay, because it depends on what has walked in. That's also important to understand <laughs> because talk you've about got, got higher-level and lower-level entities. It's a long story, but we do. I'm trying to simplify as much as I can. Right. So if a higher-level entity takes control, your interest is generally in the higher frequencies. You're more interested in humanitarianism. You're more interested in being loving to everybody. You know, it's all nice and fuzzy. But if it's from a lower level um, entity type, the person's energies become basically more negative or they become a lot more selfish, externally focused and so on. So it does depend on what it is now if you have been occupied generally like i said you won't necessarily know it you'll just start noticing that you, your interests have changed and they've like i said, they've either changed for the to the higher frequency elements or they've changed to the lower frequency elements vanessa but it's more noticeable by the others
0: shemaine said initially that it's uh a soul exchange, a mutual agreement. Correct. Now, why on earth would anyone not agree? necessarily wait,
1: mutually agree? Yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah, not necessarily okay. mutual, because that's also what I wanted to find out. Because there's an occupation, like you say, and that is, that is, that's renegade. You know, if you're just going to go and occupy a space and you go, uh, hello. And then, but then the, the, the one that I do <laughs> want, because that's scary. I mean, we can talk about that, but the one I do want to focus on more is the one, where there is actually a higher purpose where the one said, listen, I'm tired or I need to go. Um, and, the, mm. and they had this, this contract where you go, um, okay. Uh, can I then in that case, uh, occupy your body? But then there is a contractual exchange. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. that's okay. where, where, Very. where the purpose, as you said, is for a higher, um, where it's for a higher purpose where it's not just somebody coming mm. in and occupying space, but actually to either carry on your work or, um, or something to that effect Sometimes
0: I, I just uh, wanted to know uh, You know, I just wanted to know Why on earth anyone would let A lower entity Into their body I mean, I'm not going to give my car To a uh, 13 year old <laughs> teenager There's no way I'm giving this body To a lower entity but
2: You're saying that consciously A lot of times these things happen Unconsciously Where yes someone has, um, they, they've actually given up hope. They've given up control. They've given up, they, they've become victims in their own lives, in essence. In a, in so a soul's So that space. occupation, yeah, yeah, that occupation is as a result of that apathy. Not, it's not by a mutual agreement. It's The fact is the room was vacant. The mm-hmm. other soul needed a space to be, and it, it took it up.
1: Okay, and and that that is that is hostile. So you wouldn't choose though. It is hostile. It can, can be incredibly hostile. Can, can can that then go as a a, a possession? Can we call that a possession? Correct. That's what that's what the religious people call a possession. Mm-hmm. Because you weren't present yep. in your body, so you um, weren't
2: there to say. You can come in or not come in. You, you kind of gave, gave it away yeah. in a sense.
1: So, so what happened? Say, uh, you, you, I had a friend who was very ill at some point and she would come and go, you know, um, but she, she came in as, you know, uh, proper herself, even better. So who knows? Maybe she, she was a walk in. But what she did was she would describe having gone to spaces and places that I can only just not even imagine fully. And then, um, mm-hmm. What happens then? Do you have a placeholder? Because I believe you get what is then called a placeholder. Um, what kind of a contract happens Correct. there? What, what is that? Because then with that can be holding, a position, eh? Yeah. Okay, with placeholding, because
2: this is a much bigger discussion than than what we're just having right now. There are many aspects that mm-hmm. go with it. Now, when you understand the journey of the soul, your soul is not present only in one place. It's multidimensional. dimensional. And sometimes your soul will send the placeholder from another dimension Mm -hmm. to hold the space for you because your purpose on the planet has not been filled. Mm -hmm. It's not been completed and therefore you're important in the grand scheme of things. And so they'll hold that place until you're capable of standing in it again. Okay. So with the case of the friend you're you're talking about, that's what happened with her. Okay. So her soul wanted her purpose to be fulfilled. So it allowed for another
1: piece of her to fill it okay. so that she could come back to the space. All right. Vanessa, we're going to take this conversation a little further right now. We just have to do some ideas. And also I do want to say apologies for some of the sound qualities. The woman is surrounded by beautiful mountains in the cape. So, um, uh-huh. that's, that's why we're having some yes. interferences. <laughs>
0: You're listening to Beyond Ears and, yep. ears and Eyes, ear, Eyes and Ears on Cliff Central. You can call us on 0861 or send us a tweet at cliffcentral.com. You can also tweet me or Shemaine. Shemaine is sh- S-H-E-M-A-N-E-H at Shemaine H and I'm Liesl Tom at L-I-E-Z. L T H O M. If you want to send a tweet to Vanessa, she's at Vanessa Rothquel. V A N E S A R O T H Q U E L. We're talking about walk-ins and all the things that you can't always see
1: yeah also just uh i do also want to give vanessa's gmail address uh it's forever vanessa 358 at gmail.com forever vanessa 358 at gmail.com you are on cliff central with beyond eyes and ears with lizel tom and me shemaine harris vanessa we're taking this a little further i don't know how many uh walk-ins you know but apparently abe lincoln had a uh, we had a shift uh, my yeah we had a big shift, and my mother
2: also was one of those
0: you guys do hear the x files in the background, right. <laughs> <laughs> we hear it because you have to understand that uh, the sounds a bit crazy. Come on, guys! That, that, that uh, Abe Lincoln was a walking
1: yes. I they would, say he was I
0: would, as uh, as as a, as a journalist <laughs> by training, I would say he allegedly was a walking Vanessa. How how come how come they say he was a walking? Tell me more, Vanessa. Okay, Duncan, does it look like we
1: lost uh, contact with, with Vanessa? Okay, it seems that we lost contact with Vanessa. So Liesl and I are on this topic now where we want to know from Vanessa why. Um, they say that Abe Lincoln had a replacement, a sole replacement. Um, and we're going to try and, and wait for Vanessa to continue with that discussion. Um, what do you think of this whole conversation? Are you convinced? Or are you thinking we're just talking up
0: in the air? I, I know there are other people who are saying, what? what the hell i would <laughs> <laughs> well look for me i am interested in finding out more i don't care if you believe in pink elephants mm-hmm. i just want you to tell me what's it about mm-hmm. how on earth did you start believing this mm-hmm. and give me the details i don't judge you it's absolutely i believe it's in our constitution that you have the right to believe whatever you want to believe and i'm a firm uh, supporter of the bill of rights in the constitution so you know believe what you will it's not to say you're going to convince me
3: mm-hmm.
0: you believe it do you know you have a very
1: very healthy way of seeing things and i'm going an to The fifth in that run because we don't have time. (laughs) (laughs) We just don't have time right now because Vanessa's back. (laughs) Vanessa, you're back. Uh, I'm back.
2: I didn't necessarily hear what
1: Liesl said, Uh but she was talking uh, absolute sense. Yeah.
0: I was talking absolute sense, as always. Basically, she was saying, I (laughs) do.
1: (laughs) She she was going, I don't know what what this is all about, but I'm happy to hear. (laughs) I'm happy to listen. (laughs) You know, so she does that. She says it doesn't matter whether you come in or go out on a pink elephant. What was that,
0: Lee? Yeah, I don't care if you believe in pink elephants. Vanessa, tell me about this uh, uh, very disturbing allegation (laughs) that has made. (laughs) What was that walkin and the
1: soul exchange. The man was ill, but go back to Vanessa.
2: Uh-huh. Okay.
1: What were what were we saying?
2: Tell us more. You about- asked me if I knew if I knew walkins. I said yes, I do. Uh-huh.
0: I do, and um my mom was one of them. Uh-huh. Okay, well, we can talk about your mother just now, but, um, Abe Lincoln, um, I, I mean, that, that, sounds just a tad actually, bit crazy. Story, no, but actually the story
2: is not about Abe Lincoln. He wasn't, he had, he had predictive dreams, so he was a lucid dreamer more than he was a walk-in. He wasn't, he, he technically he wasn't a walk-in. Let's just clear that. Okay. Mm-hmm. The okay. one that you should be looking at
0: is Thomas Jefferson okay it doesn't make it any better tell me more that the whole um declaration
2: the whole declaration of independence uh, the whole declaration of independence was written by whoever occupied him at that point in time because if you look at thomas jefferson there are so many contradictions he was a slaver he owned slaves he believed absolutely in the white man's um, right to own other people. And yet, if you read the Declaration of Independence, it is just so expansive. How does that happen from one person? You see what I'm saying? So, mm. from that point of view, the rumor has been, and it's, I mean, it's been there for many, 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 many years, that um, Jefferson had periods where he was occupied.
0: Hmm. Only periods, not uh, the entire time. It wasn't no, it wasn't the entire time at all okay. because but if you if you know
2: the life of Thomas Jefferson Ed, there's no way if he if he had been occupied on a permanent basis, a lot of the things that happened would not have happened mm.
1: how, how uh, common is it for a walk in or a step in to stay forever to uh, to come and then stay forever Oh wow, you it's know 80 what percent of the time, yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, our lines are uh, kind of crappy right now, so, but let's try again, say that again um mm. i I asked you how 80% of the time. Uh, so it's it's more often than not, more often than not, but and how uncommon or unusual is this phenomenon? Have you met people who said, um you know i I know that this could possibly be um what I'm going through, but I'm not sure. Uh,
2: most people don't know it. Most people think there's something wrong. But I think some, you know, I'm I'm not like I'm normally. I'm not sure what's happening. Blah uh-huh. blah. You know, they they're not entirely aware yeah. themselves. But I'm speaking it's about it's pointed out, basically. Yeah.
1: Okay, so so it's pointed out via via until until they can connect the dots. Is that what happened to your mum?
2: Yes. Um, with my mom, yeah. Um, when my brother was born, uh, my mom was about 45 when he was born. And the woman that we saw before that occurrence and the woman after that occurrence were two totally different people.
1: Yeah. It was night and day. Okay.
2: Vanessa, I'm so going we, to We became aware of it in time. Yeah. And my mom, to her, she just was not ill and then she was okay.
1: All right. We, uh, Vanessa, sorry to interrupt you. We're going to try and get you on your cell because some, somewhere along the line we, we have um, interruptions still. So is it okay if Duncan calls you on your cell? You see, there there we're going again. So, okay, Vanessa, I'm going to say goodbye to you on this line so Duncan can get a hold of you on that side.
0: All right, you are on Cliff Central. you speaking to, what's my name? Shemaine Harris, and I'm <laughs> Liesl Tom, and this is Beyond Eyes and Ears. We talk about everything that uh, defies logic at times, about spirit, about heart, about the things that, for me, actually are the most important things as a journalist i've worked in current affairs for many many years and those weren't the things that excited me talking about the unseen about the spirit about Uh the heart that excites me and that's why shemaine and i are here because we share that passion
1: Yeah, it's that whole thing of You want to leave something standing You want to leave someone feeling whole You want to leave someone with something that they can think about You know, even if it's like Okay, well, I don't quite agree with that But I'm very open to hear what you have to say It's kind of that each to his own type of thing Where you go, you know, I never thought of that But maybe that's why I'm uh, weird Or maybe that's why I reacted that way Or maybe that's why they are like that And and leaving everyone to their own process Because my life is not your life I might want you to do it the way I do it or see it the way, um, you know, I see, I see it, but it's not going to happen. Um, Duncan has said that Vanessa is back online. So let's go. Hello. Liesl, maybe you want to go on? Hey,
0: Vanessa. So in the movie Ghost, when Patrick Swayze's character uses Whoopi Goldberg's character to communicate with his lover, was this a walk-in? Was it a possession? Was it a wanderer? What would you call no. that?
3: No, that's just normal being a medium.
0: So he acted as the medium through which he could connect. Hmm. So a medium can cannot be possessed?
3: No. A medium is consciously aware of what they're doing. So they're only acting as a bridge between the physical realm and the non-physical.
0: And why would people want to speak to... People on the other side, let's put it like that.
3: Um, For various reasons. You know, for a loved one, they miss the person, they are wanting to get closure. Um, Sometimes the dead person wants to communicate with the living because there are messages that they want to convey. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it it depends on the situation. But a lot of people do want to make contact with their deceased uh, loved ones to know that they're all right, to know that they've landed somewhere for want of a better term. Mm -hmm. You know, nobody likes the idea or the thought of complete annihilation. You don't want to believe that one minute you're here and the next minute you just don't exist anymore, Mm -hmm. um, which is not possible within this universe anyway. Everything exists and continues to exist on that multidimensional ladder, if you want to call it. so. Um, to know that you know someone is still okay, or they've gone to a better place, or whatever. Those are generally the reasons why people want to speak to the deceased.
1: Um, I'm going to co- continue with this train of thought, but I do want to come back to the one with your mum, Vanessa, because we got interrupted okay. with that one. But for Hello. for now, what I do want to uh, because Liesl asked this question and 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 you answered it uh, really um, in a way that I never thought of it. So when the dead want to uh, co- connect with you, um, let's let's say case in point, I had an experience like that where we we were uh, together for a, a few nights, and then after the third night, you just you threw your hands up in the end. said listen there's this woman and i have to tell you now because she's driving me mad and um (laughs) and you know and i said what what and she's like for the past three nights she's been wanting to talk to you and she says you're the only one she wants to talk to because you're the one that can you know can uh um that will get it and uh then uh, she she gave obviously she gave family secrets and i went yes. to verify mm-hmm. them and that's why i knew that this this was this was for sure but the one thing that that happened was um where it was the 20th it was and look i'm i'm opening the, the 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 diary straight on the 20th it was on the 20th um that she said um, you know, is it okay then that I come and see, but you know, because uh, we were going on about her having died and all that, and she said, no, uh, is it okay that I come and see what your, what life would have been had I been in a human body? Correct. yeah. I was, so. That was an interesting event, yes. Yeah. It was very interesting. Even my son was yes. like, hello? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> But, I mean, I was half conscious half you know I would yes, go you into were very certain, aware. yeah, I would mm-hmm. go into certain spaces and be you know this is her, and then certain spaces where where it was me um so is is would you then describe me as having been a type of uh, having taken on a form of a medium um role no oh, oh. that's called no that's
3: called oh. hosting That's oh. just called hosting okay. okay, um because that was an aware and conscious exercise okay. where. You agreed and invited her.
1: I did agree because she asked for permission yes, before, correct? Uh, and she gave me time to think about it, and then to we think were like
3: about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And to but, prepare as well. Yeah.
1: Yes. And to prepare, and I was dog tired. I couldn't uh, get up the Monday. I only got up the Tuesday because I was so so very tired. You know, what one of the interesting things that happened on that one was I woke up in the morning, opened my bedroom uh, windows, and thought, "Is this it?" And, <laughs> and I go. <laughs> like what is wrong with me i love my view and then the second one was uh that's pertinent was driving and i i, I went oh my god i can drive
3: <laughs> and then i was
1: like okay shemaine that's nuts and then i remembered and then the third thing that also happened was i bought a whole house full of yellow flowers and i could i couldn't understand it the next day i was like why why is the whole house Full of yellow flowers, but the whole house, every room in it had a kitchen and everything. So, okay, so that's hosting. Mm-hmm. Now, your mum's story. I want to. I want to ask you to go back to your mum's story because you were starting to say something that your mother uh, had it after uh, after forty, giving birth at forty-five.
3: Mhm. Mhm. Um. No one expected her to survive it. Okay, because generally they believe that you shouldn't be older than. 40, basically, to give birth to a a normal, healthy child. And anyway, she was 45. And so my brother was born. And my mom was kind of out of it for about a week or two after that. And when she came back, we call it came back, Mm -hmm. my mother was completely different. I mean, initially, before that, my mom was your typical Piscean. She was very exacting and very strict in the way that she viewed the world and life and what kids are allowed to do and not allowed to do. Mm -hmm. But when she came back from that, she was the exact opposite. She was so expansive and open and not restrictive in the, the way we knew her. And it took many years. And, I mean, for my brothers and sisters, they didn't quite understand what that was, but I did. And she and I, before my brother was born, my mother and I were like enemies. We fought all the time. And after that, my mother and I became the best of friends, hmm. which also was very odd to everyone. Um, so for, for that relationship after, well, after my, my brother was born to the point at which my mom died, mm-hmm. it was like a whole different person. And I mean, I really, really loved her. But the one before that, I couldn't even get along with. So even though I loved her, mm-hmm. she—I was always angry, always, always angry. Right. And you know, it was that was a a very that was how I became actually clued to doing the the work that I do.
1: Okay, I I I did want to ask you. You went on with it because I started thinking, oh well, maybe it was just postpartum blues that changed her, or you know that mm. that kind of thing. Mm, um, no, so, not at
0: all. Um, not at all. Vanessa, how how and and please, I, I I don't mean to be disparaging, but how does the concept of a walk-in differ from what psychiatrists would call a multiple personality disorder or some some kind of a mental disorder?
3: Okay, psychiatry would see that as a as a MPD, multiple personality disorder, or even just a schizophrenia, but There is a big difference between those conditions in the sense that someone who has truly got an MPD disorder, there are so many totally distinctive elements to each of the personalities as you see them, Mm. even though each personality is not aware of the other. With a walk-in, it's a totality. There isn't a splitting of persona from one point to another. That person becomes that new person. And it's, it's, it's done. Right. So even where the walk-in is not a permanent space, you are very clear and very aware that you're dealing with a unified personality. It's not, it's not mosaic, if you can understand. It's not made up of fragments. It's mm. solid and unified. Mm-hmm. So there is a very big difference between, between the two spaces.
1: Vanessa, we almost have to, you know, we're, we're running. We've got five minutes less or less mm-hmm. left. So I just want to ask you, there's the body care thing, because people say that the uh, integration between the soul and the body sometimes um, can be quite traumatic. So for someone who's maybe listening, um, what would you say, what kind of body care should they, um, you know, uh, try and and, and uh, cultivate almost so that the integration could be a little smoother in terms of health and uh, mental stability?
3: Um, First and foremost, it's about ownership, the understanding that the body you have is a vehicle that you are consistently creating from one moment to the next. So, owning that is important, and most people, particularly women, do not fully own their body, so they don't fully occupy anyway. That's also why the possibility of walking happens, because human beings almost want to disengage from their body ownership. So that's the first element. The second element is when you're feeling kind of out of thoughts and not quite all there, water is your best bet. So run a bath, put in whatever essences you feel soothed by, and then just stay there for as long as you can. You know, 45 minutes and beyond is a good, is a good timer. Mm. That helps the soul reseat itself because technically... The soul is not occupied inside the body; it's occupied around the body. Mm. Okay, and there's a big difference between that and an aura. But that's a, a conversation for another day. Well, another day. day. So, <laughs> so i tell you another day. Another yeah. thing you can do is when you're in the water, put about three cups of um, sea salt. Because sea salt is one of the most amazing elements we have on this planet in terms of the cleansing mm-hmm. and the clearing, and also the maintaining of a solid face as a as a being. So we will also talk about that at some other point, I'm sure.
0: Vanessa, um, you know, I...
3: The, the various uses of salt. So...
0: I have to say, your, your answer just folds in so beautifully with the last few minutes we have left that we want to talk about Cleansing yourself and clearing space. Now, you've touched on cleansing yourself. I'm sure there are many other ways. But how do you clear your space of negative energy?
1: But I, 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 okay. I, I, I wanted to finish though. Lee, if you don't okay. mind, I want you to finish okay. that thought, Vanessa, on how to to cleanse uh, to cleanse your body, so that um, we can walk away and say, okay, that's done. So I want you to put a pin to it, and then we've got another okay. minute and a half for 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 the space.
3: For the for space, okay. The regular, just to take regular salt baths. Every, every say do as a once a month ritual, really, where you use salt. So you run a bath, you put in three cups of salt and some lavender oil. rose oil or whatever essence you you enjoy you just have a salt bath that generally clears everything okay Um, if you have a problem where you're feeling something internal salt is also a good thing but what salt does is it makes you nauseous so you're going to um, spew out what is being held within and that's also a good process don't do that too often though because it's quite a violent process so once every three months is good for that.
1: To drink salt.
3: To not yeah, you take a sea tablespoon salt. of salt in half a glass of lukewarm water. Sea salt always sea salt. Table salt is a fake substance; it's not real. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's chemically it's a chemical that's created in a lab. So sea salt is a natural substance. So use that Himalayan salt is also good because it's natural. Yes. So you take a tablespoon in a half a glass of lukewarm water. Okay. And then and uh, let's, then you, you drink it and then you, you allow your body to expel it.
1: Now, let's move on quickly. We have a minute <laughs> for clearing okay, your space.
3: Space, um, space clearing mm-hmm. every once in a while. Is, uh, don't do it when you have carpets. If you have no carpets, it's easier. You take sea salt in a cup or in your hand and you just fling it into the room so that it's on the, the surface of the floor, basically. And you leave it for a couple of hours and then you vacuum it all up. That also clears space and then once you've done that you keep a saucer or a little bowl of salt Mm -hmm. in on you know the on the highest point in the room if you have like say you have a cabinet or a cupboard or whatever put it at the highest point of the cupboard it will absorb negative energy out oh, of this
1: place. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We have to stop there. Forever Vanessa 358 at gmail.com if you have any more questions for Forever Vanessa 358 at gmail.com I'm Shemaine Harris.
0: And I'm Liesl Tom. And this was Beyond Eyes and Ears. And thank you to our producer, Mr. Duncan Mabaso. Peace. Um. <laughs> it's your special guest host on cliffcentral.com. One
1: teenage daughter. Plus
0: Four of my fifties. To the power of. toast sleepover. Plus.
1: <laughs> multiplied by. Vols. Plus. Yolo. Plus. Babe. Plus. Plus, plus. Group, Group Multiplied by. Hashtag squad gamester rock. Plus. Ugh, Dad, you so embarrassing. Plus. I wanna do whatever Equals the irritation of just one single mosquito buzzing around your head. Fortunately, you plus peaceful sleep room spray
0: equals death to that irritation. Cliff
1: Central. I've got something important to tell you. Cliffcentral.com.